Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 119 of Take Him With You for May 15th, 2011. Hi Amy. Hi. Well, today is going to be a very fun day. We're having fun listening to this really cool um, one man and one woman band, one woman band, doing the Angry Birds theme. Do you like it? Well, I don't like the Angry Birds theme, but you know, this this is unique and fun. Yeah. So anyway, you were saying... Oh, that today we're also celebrating my son's 19th birthday. That's right. Andrew turns 19 today, so that's kind of cool. Well, actually yesterday, but he works on Saturday, so we're celebrating on Sunday. Okay. Well, we're going to talk today about my new iPad, photography. Uh, I'm going to play a a new old song and more, so stick around. It's going to be fun. Come close. I've got a quick question for you. Have you ever felt like you're out on the edge? Let's maybe call it the fringe. I happen to know someone who's fluent in gobbledygook. Well, I might be that guy. I'm Wayne Henderson. And I'm Dan, Metal Dan on Twitter. And together, we are the Fringe Casting with Wayne and Dan podcast, devoted to the TV show Fringe. Check out Fringe Casting at mediavoiceovers.com slash fringe, also in iTunes, the Zoom Marketplace, etc. Then, Call us with your fringe thoughts and theories on our listener line at area code 206-984-1446. Thank you for your attention and have a nice day. So uh, they just recorded their big season finale two-hour episode of Fringe Casting. Oh, well, I'll have to do two hours of yard work coming up. Yeah, then. well, Wayne <laughs> Wayne gave me a hey tell just uh, uh, this morning and said, hey, make sure she listens to that because it's going to be really, and she, she's sure going to love it. And make sure I have my headphones in the right way. That's right, you did this, this last <laughs> this time. This last time, it sounded great. <laughs> so have you caught up with all the episodes? Um. Well, I, I didn't start listening to it until the last few weeks, and so I'm... Well, I listened to the last one that he put out, and I listened to a few before that. But yeah, I haven't listened to every single one from the beginning because he's done like a hundred of them, I think. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I've been, I've enjoyed the ones I've listened to recently. Cool. Well, today we have all sorts of cool things to talk about. Today's big subject is uh, part one of mysteries of the Bible. Woo-hoo! I know. It's- yeah. We're really goofy and corny. <laughs> but, but what's funny is when he'll come up to me and around the house and go, this week's podcast, Mysteries of the Bible. Woo! We, we go, <laughs> That's kind of... I have to come up with a cool theme odd. song. I'll have to do that before we actually get into the thing. I'll do a theme song for it. What do you think? Okay. That I'm, should be fun. I'm sure you can do something yeah. unique and different because you're unique and different. Yeah. So um, around <laughs> our house, thanks. <laughs> You had a good Mother's Day, huh? Yeah, it was it was nice. I had um, my two sons and my daughter here. My daughter-in-law was still at university, so I didn't get to see her. But um, we had a good time. We went out to the movies and to Jack in the Box. And um, 
Let me see what else did we do. Oh, you know we what? We had a I, good breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. We did. It was good. It was a lot of fun. And we're going to have to review the movie Thor coming up in a moment because you went and watched it. Yeah, I went with my boys. Catherine went and watched Soul Surfer. And you went and watched Thor, Thor. with the boys. <laughs> well, you know, she's kind of crushed that I didn't go with her. And I said, you know, normally I would, honey, but I usually go to movies with Catherine all the time. You know, not all the time, but a yeah. lot more than the boys. So. Yeah. Because Nathan and Andrew wanted to see that movie with me, I thought we'd go and do that. Yeah. And it actually kind of goes with our theme today. We'll talk about that later. Sure. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that we probably should mention is the cool theme song music that um, that I played at the beginning. Uh-huh. It's by, it's by a uh, one-woman and one-man band called Pomplamoc? Pomplamac? Pomplamoose? Pomplamoose. I don't know. I can't. Anyway, they're really cool. Look them up on YouTube. They have all sorts of really cool music, and their videos are hilarious. You know, another video. Pomplamoose. Pomplamoose. Another video that I watched today was when you posted on Facebook some friends of ours from a few years ago. Long time Um, ago. Yeah. Well, their children, like our children, have grown up, and... um. They produced a really cool video, and their last name is Jacola, and it's Josh and Kaylee. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. And they had a really, a really neat video. We both posted on our Facebook pages, so if you want to go take a look at that, very talented young people, which wasn't surprising because their yeah, parents their parents are, are very, very talented, very talented too. too. Well, he, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time to hear Amy's opinion on none other than. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's not easy to do what you did. You made my man look like a bunch of minimum wage mall cops. That's hurtful. Would you like to tell me where you received your training? Afghanistan? Chechnya? Who are you? I have sacrificed much to achieve peace. For through your arrogance and stupidity, you have opened these peaceful realms and innocent lives to the horror. Devastation of war. You are a vain, greedy, cruel boy. And you are an old man and a fool! You're unworthy! Father. I now take from you your power. And I cast you out! Open your eyes. Oh, no, this is Earth, isn't it? Where'd it come from? Your ancestors called it magic. And you call it science. I come from a place where they're one and the same. He has disobeyed his king. His fate is in his own hands now.
What did you think of the movie, Amy? Well, I actually would probably give it four out of five stars. Really? really You liked it that much? Yeah. I mean, it it probably wouldn't get five stars because I probably would only give out like a couple movies in my lifetime five stars. But it was it was good. I'm curious. Which two movies would you give out five stars to? Um, Ones that you wouldn't like. Like Man from Snowy River? And that was probably 4.5 and probably Letters to oh. Juliet and oh. um, maybe the A&E version of Pride and Prejudice. Yes, it was <laughs> such a great rating. Like this, you know, oh, can we have some tea, please? Well, I, you mean, for me, I like beautiful scenery and uh, a good storyline. and um, I like English caddy people. <laughs> Caddy people? I don't know. I'm not sure what they're called. Okay, so anyway, um, <laughs> caddy people? I don't know. So, um, but Thor was actually a very good family film. Oh, come um, on now. There was, oh, yeah. Let's take our family to Thor. Let's go watch Thor together. Had a very, come on, boys. Come on, girls. It had a very redemptive storyline. Oh, okay. Um, there, can you do this without spoilers? So if people want to go watch it, they can. Well, I, I'm just saying from a, a mother's perspective, there was very little of any swearing. Wow. I, I didn't really notice any. Really? And um, I, and then um, it was very clean. I mean, you mentioned the guy had his shirt off. He did for just a second as he was getting dressing, dressed I, I, or something. I that saw was that. it. I saw that on the trailer. Um, There was like... Only one kiss, I think, in the whole movie. Well, there was no like sex scenes or anything. For, for some reason, I didn't realize, but um, the girl from Star Wars was in there, Natalie Portman. Yeah, Padme, or, yeah. or Queen. Are Amidala. you an angel? Yeah. So, um, yeah. and she did a pretty good job in it, and um, it it had a very redemptive storyline. I can't really say much more than that, but you could actually compare some analogies to. To God and Christ. In really? It. Oh, tons. Well, maybe I'll have to go see it now because the trailer looked really good. Yeah. So I'm I'm not comparing <laughs> Thor to Jesus Christ at all, but I'm just saying there was a similar storyline, similar, um, yeah. You, there's a lot of analogies you could pull out of that. Cool. Yeah. Great. Okay, so you recommend people to go see Thor? Yeah, I think it was. And if you're, let if us you know what you like think. special effects and sci-fi kind of stuff. I think you would really like it. I, cool. I think you would really like it personally. I'm surprised you didn't go with us, but um, you don't go to movies very often. Maybe only a couple times a year, usually. Yeah. Hey, hand me that cool thing there for a minute. I'll hand it back to you. What this? Yeah. Okay. Tell everybody what happened. I got enough money to get it. Yeah. It's yeah. true. It's true. It's and true. It's it's in your hands now. I'm plugging it in so that people can hear me play with it. And what is that, dear? You have your iPad too, and you were going to let me use it for the podcast. To oh, I have. am. And and I actually I feel like an ultimate geek here because I had until just a second ago I had in front of me your iPad too 
which huh. had our podcast notes in it. Yeah. Then I had my Kindle, which has our scriptures for today on it, because I can make it big and there's no glare. Uh-huh. And then I also have the iPod Touch in front of me that has um, Facebook stuff on it. Yeah. Which I could have done all these things probably on the iPad too, but I'm not good at um, figuring out how to get to all my things to set up for your things right now. I understand. So there you go. And what are you doing now, honey? I don't know if they can hear that or not. Let me hit, oh, hit, hit this one. I can hear button. it through my headphones. Well, yeah, so. but that doesn't mean... They can. Okay. So anyway, I got this new iPad too, and it's really the coolest thing ever. I'm very happy with it. I've been playing with it a bunch, haven't I? Yes. It'll do um, email. It'll do all sorts of different stuff. And well, and I hear you have an upcoming date with one of our neighbors. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a date. He's an old. Yeah. He's a retired school teacher that lives down the road, and and you. Well, were my at- friend Tim bought me the Starwalk app. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim from Oregon. Thank you, Tim. Uh, bought me the Starwalk app um, to be able to look at the stars at night. By holding your iPad up to the night sky, and it shows you the different constellations. What I'm trying to figure out mm-hmm. is if our neighbor, who's a fisherman and is often up at 4 or 5 in the morning taking his fishing boat out, if he's going to be able to stay up late enough for it to I get don't know. dark it to watch he said watch he, would, he said he would come over you. and sit in my yard and, and look at it with he's me. He's going to so. bring his lawn chair over one night, and you're going to do star watching together. Yeah. Well, there's actually two things on it that I love the most, even though all of it is really it's a, such a unique idea. The iPad is such a cool device, especially for somebody like me who likes doing all this geeky stuff, and I, and I use it all the time because I'm on the Internet all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they have this um, this program called GarageBand, which is – if you're if you're a musician, it's really cool. If you're not a musician, it's pretty cool too. I'm just holding. I opened the GarageBand and, and opened the key or opened the guitar part, and I can strum things like. So if I wanted to, I could just sing a song with you right now. I could go like. Go ahead. A, well, I don't know what song to sing. <laughs> you know, you could just. Uh, eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. And I want to see you. Now, if I wanted to, I could go. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Well, let's say I don't really play the guitar and I don't know how. So I just flip, <laughs> like me. <laughs> I just flip it to this little thing here and I can uh, I can actually... If you had the chords names in front of Now I just push the button. Now I can go... Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. And I want to see you. And I want to see you. Okay, so maybe I should go get those chord books out of the shed, and I could you get could that out, and, and I could it. actually play my non-musically talented self. I had what a, what was called an omnichord. Back yeah, but in it, high never school. Sounded, it never sounded. It never sounded good. It didn't this. sound that good, but you can push the just the chord button. Now you go. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. 
Yeah, I want to see you. Okay, that's that's enough demonstrating because it's blowing my ears Was off. Was that awesome or what? I had to take my headphones off because it hurt. Oh, but poor Amy. I know. This is what... This is what I live with. Where you have to shout to say, hey, dinner's ready. <laughs> ouch, ouch, ouch. Okay, let's stop that so I can put my headphones on. And the cool on. part is if you're really a guitar player, you can actually flip it to the frets and play. Um. So I can actually play the actual guitar right in front of me. And that's cool because then you can do like... I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Do you know if you can have more than one application open at once? So, for instance, you want to watch the stars at night. And play your you tar. Want, well, not play your tar, but maybe you probably can't do that. You can listen to things. Yeah, but yes. so you could listen to your stargazing album. Yes, and do that. And have your stargazing program open. Yeah. What is the stargazing program called? Starwalk. Starwalk. So anyway, I'm really enjoying this quite a bit. But the other thing that I'm really enjoying with it is the video features on it. It has iMovie on it, which is another application that Tim helped me get. And I've been taking a lot of videos this week. And so people can uh, go to our uh, our YouTube video place, our channel, which is youtube.com slash rickmoyer777. And if you go there, then um, you can actually... See all the cool videos I've been doing with it because it has all sorts of really cool videos with it, mm-hmm. uh, and and you can edit them and you can do all these different things and it's just it's really really cool. What I'm excited about is, um, I mean, we probably might not have as good a microphones with it, but you can you can plug a good microphone into it if you wanted to, right? I think but so. With your iPad too. If we go someplace and we're away from home, we can, we can record, our, record podcast. our podcast on we it. We can. I'm playing the piano right now. Can you tell? I've been listening to another podcast besides the Fringe one when I'm when I'm doing my work, um, cleaning houses or mowing lawns. Uh-huh. I've been enjoying um, the Women of Sci-Fi. Women Talk Sci-Fi. <laughs> Sorry. Women Talk Sci-Fi podcast. And uh, it was funny because being fellow podcasters, I I could um, smile when they were talking about when they interview people. They're a little paranoid that their equipment won't work. I know, because so they, they put each, all that time into it. So they each take two different recording devices. So they each have two different ways of recording. So they have four ways. So that way if one or two of them don't work they should get at least one that works yeah exactly <laughs> that's we understand that because yeah. we recorded things and had it disappear yeah my friends alan joyce who do the fast forward podcast and all uh-huh. that jazz you know them yeah um they have had that happen where it gets all distorted on them and they record the whole thing and they have to go back and record it again uh-huh. and that's the worst yeah in our home studio we haven't had a lot of problem like that but we haven't really done a lot of interviews we may do some um, portable interviews coming up, though. Yeah. Yeah. So. What do you think? Oh, mercy.
week. Sounds like I'm at the Baptist church again. That did for a minute. <laughs> My favorite though on here is so funny. It's it's the uh, it's the uh, the upright bass. It's so cool. Look at this. I just could play the whole podcast on, just on the iPad. Yeah. I won't do it anymore. I'm sorry. Here, I'll unplug yeah. it. And Actually, I could tell you all sorts of other things. But I do want to say thank you to everybody who helped me get it. That was really cool of you. And you know who you are. There were several people that helped me actually get it. Plus, my wife gave me an early Father's Day present, which was nice. Thank you. So. And I'm not yeah. even your dad. So that's kind of nice of you. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> She doesn't say much. She's just being quiet. And yes, yes, yes. We'll get your stovetop for you. Just don't worry. Here you go. Yeah, I told him no more toys until my stovetop gets fixed. I know. It's like, what in the world does she want? I mean, why would you want to cook with four burners instead of two? What's the deal? Well, you know, most of the time we do okay on two, but, you know, when we have family over and it's nice to have all four burners. It is. It is. Well, something else kind of cool happened. Over this last week, we had to get a bunch of our stuff out of a storage unit, which was not cool, but we had to get it out anyway. We did that on Mother's Day, well, by the y- way. Yeah, well, that's because we celebrated <laughs> day early, so just relax. Anyway, um, you guys went over and grabbed the stuff, and then uh, we went through it, and we still haven't put all of it away. But we, <laughs> we were going through it, and I found um, – I had an actual client call me and wanted me to transfer – some cassette stuff over to a CD. So you uh, found your old Walkman. Mm-hmm. And we plugged it into my computer system and were able to take cassette and burn them onto MP3s and then onto CDs. So I did that for the client, and then I I got to looking through all these old cassettes of mine. Which we had boxes and boxes Yeah, and I found the most hilarious... I found like a whole um, old radio program that I did called Radio Stuntman. Mm -hmm. And I put it... uh, You can now find it at moyermultimedia.com slash... K-G-H-O, Radio Stuntman. And you can and, find the old episodes on there. And I do have there. a disclaimer, because one of my favorite episodes from back in the day mm-hmm. was about when Radio Stuntman surfed a tsunami. And I have to say, that was produced like 20 years yeah, before we had, we've no had these huge tsunamis in, yeah. in Asia. So um, Nobody get throw anything yeah. at us. We weren't trying to be politically incorrect or anything. We but, weren't uh, trying to be insensitive. No, at at that all. time, we hadn't ever we in never our lifetime had never seen yeah. a tsunami that anyway the I devastation fe- it can cause. I found a cassette project of an old band that I was in that we had completed without the vocals. Mm-hmm. Never put the vocals to it, and I got to thinking, why couldn't I put the vocals to it now? Because I have a studio. Mm-hmm. Well, the answer is I can. Isn't that wild? That is wild. So Started a project 20 years ago and finish it today. So this is a song that I wrote a long time ago that I'd like to play for everybody. And since we're talking about mysteries of the Bible, that's all about what heaven is going to be like when we get there. We're going to see it all. So I thought everybody would enjoy this song. This is called See It All, and uh, I hope you enjoy it.
What'd you think? Very pretty, dear. Well, I don't know about pretty. You do, you do that to my oh, stuff. Do I? You have pretty stuff. Well, I think that's a compliment. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. Well, Should anyway. I say, oh, that's so ugly? <laughs> nah, I'd probably be so. upset about that. <laughs> well, interesting enough, um, weird to think that the uh, piano part was new and the vocals were new, but all the rest of it was from... Uh, 
12 years, thir- so, well, 15 years okay, ago. Okay, you need to give kudos. Ago. Was that Don Stone playing the guitar? Who I, I think it was Don Stone playing guitar. I think it was Kenny on drums. It might have been Mike Perioni in two with us. I can't remember when we recorded. I don't remember who was in the studio. Well, maybe it's been that to, long ago. Maybe you have to ask the guys. Yeah, they might remember. Hmm. Anyway, it was kind of fun. I mean, it was. we're all better musicians now, but it, it's still fun to listen to the stuff that we did a long time ago and fun to put the the new stuff to it so that Mm -hmm. we can complete it got a couple more that i'm going to be working on um and i have one more song to play okay and then we'll get into our mysteries of the bible um this is a hard rocking tune that my wife loves (laughs) she just loves this this uh, particular Um, song i think you're being sarcastic and i'll take my headphones a little bit off my ears just to be safe why would you do that because i i like my ears i like my hearing Okay, well, anyway, this song is a song that I, I remember. Um, it was when um, when um, uh, Bill Clinton was president of the United States. And I remember being upset with something that was going on politically. And I'm not a real political guy, so it, it, it was just upsetting to me. And I just decided just to write a song. So I wrote a whole song and uh, thinking, wouldn't it be cool if Jesus was president? <laughs> it would be. Yeah, and so that's what I wrote. I wrote this song, and it's called... He is. So everybody has to tell me what you think. Get ready to rock and roll with your wah-wah pedal, because here we go. Oh, fuck. 
Now that was a blast from the past. I even did a little miniature headbang and toe tap to that. But I had my headphones off my head. I don't bit, usually so. associate headbanging and toe tapping at the same time. <laughs> only only you would come up with that. I suppose you're going to start talking about jigs and Celtic music now. <laughs> or Celtic music. Sorry. That's more my speed, but yeah. That's what you like. <laughs> Gee whiz. Anyway. Oh, I love you, though. It, it, you know, it, it was... If we have any listeners left now after it that. It was... Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I can appreciate heavy metal for its... It's not heavy metal. That was heavy metal. I don't think so. Anyway, I can appreciate the the passion and enthusiasm and, um, I guess it would be angst or... I angst. don't know. Hi, I'm Rick Moore. <laughs> Rick Angst Moore. <laughs> I don't have angst. It just seems I may have had angst when I was young, but now I'm old. It, I don't have heavy angst metal. Anymore. Just seems more angry to me. I'm not an angry kind of person, so that's maybe why I'm just not into it. But I know some very angry birds. I don't like angry birds. Oh, I think it's so cool. Sorry for the people who wrote it. I don't have anything against you. I just oh, think it's why are annoying. you sorry for them? They're rich, very rich right oh, now. Oh yeah. Well, I just don't mean. I don't like to be mean to people. I, even if I don't like something, I usually try to keep my mouth shut. But it's just that you'll play that like when I'm trying to sleep, and I that's when I don't play. like it. I didn't have got <laughs> HD version. I got HD real because it's free. But I haven't got the Angry Birds HD. I didn't buy it. What app. is Angry Birds HD? It's for the iPad. Oh. I did get Words with Friends HD. What is it's called high de- definition? Yeah, it for makes the it big and the tiles all are cool and yeah. Okay, I like it's it. It's a guy thing. I have lots of games Words with Friends. I I have t- I have so many games in Words with Friends that I can't make any more. Well, so when people ask, I know they think I, I'm rejecting them, and I'm not. When, yeah, I can't. If someone actually asks me to play, I think I can, but I can't add anyone myself. Yeah. Well, coming up on our podcast, since they really don't care about our video games anymore, I would imagine. Okay. Coming up on our podcast, Mysteries of the Bible. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Ah, Taking With You with Rick and Amy. It's one of the best podcasts around. And we'd like to think maybe we could be a close second. We can only be a close second if you come and listen to us. Well, we talk about classic television and films from around the world. So, if you fancy listening to us waffle on, then please do join us. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com or go to our favourite place in the world for podcasts. Well, maybe not yours, it's mine because I can't quite figure out any of the others. And that's iTunes. Just type in Waffle On Podcast. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because? Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce. And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, Well, you know what I mean. And we're the hosts of the Disneyland podcast, Tales from the Mouse House. And the Amazing Race podcast, Fast Forward. 
and I'm one of the co-hosts of the MASH 4077 podcast. And you'd think with all of these podcasts, we'd run out of things to share. But then you'd be wrong. In our new show, Just Because, we're going to share all the things that, well, just don't fit into any of our other podcasts. Yep, like videos of our puppy Kate as she plays with the water bottle. Mm -hmm. Maybe some episodes chatting about one of our favorite TV shows. Like Lost? Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe an audio play Al has written. And we'll even have episodes contributed by others who have something to share but just don't want to start their own podcast. You never know what you'll find on this show. Why? Just because. Visit us at because.podbean.com and in iTunes. And um, I'm going to be on their program again, but not as the the main person being interviewed. I was on their program, mm-hmm. which, by the way, Alan Joyce, that was a blast, and thank you for that so much. But um, along with Stefan Sonak and Simon Meddings and I uh, were interviewed by Joyce and Al, um, all about the Martians are here. Hmm. And um, I don't know if everybody knows, but um, we put out uh, the soundtrack to the Martians are here. And uh, people can get that um, on iTunes. And they finally are, are reduced the price now to where it's supposed to be, or or will soon. Um, but it's also on Amazon.com, and you can get it at CDBaby.com. You just type in Rick Moyer, and you'll see up will come this really cool that says The Martians Are Here um, soundtrack. And you can click on that, and it takes you to the page. And then you can download the music. It's three and a half hours of soundtrack. Yeah, and you reduced it from, what, eight hours? Yeah, about eight hours worth of music. <laughs> well, of... you know, it's a whole series. Yeah. So we took the best of, well, not the best of, we saved some back for for volume two if anybody's interested. But if you want to get that, that not only helps uh, support our family, but it also pays back uh, Stefan for all the work he did on the Martians Are Here podcast that he put out for free, by the way, everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't free to him. He had to pay me to do it. Yeah. Um, and then other people, too, to do yeah, other stuff. He... So. He paid several writers, and yeah. it'd be nice if he could earn recoup some, some cost too. to that. So when you buy the soundtrack, that goes—that's how it works. You know, iTunes and those places get a cut, and then uh, uh, Stefan and I share the 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 uh, profits on the on the uh, soundtrack part of it, mm-hmm. which is very cool. So there you go, get that soundtrack. You'll really like it. Okay, 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 okay. It's time. It's time to do our main subject. Here's the cool theme song I wrote. Mystery is very nice you don't humor me very well oh i humor you a lot <laughs> more than i know huh? no you're you're a very creative person well we thought that it would be really fun and kind of cool for the next couple three maybe 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 that one. i don't know it depends on how far we get yeah 
Well, it depends how much you play with your iPad, too, at the beginning and all the other stuff we put in it. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't get it. Um, well, you know, it cuts into our, our, our topic time. Oh, are you trying to say that I talk too much at the beginning? Is no, that what you you're trying to say? you play too much, but that's just you. I so. didn't play too much. I was yeah. demonstrating the iPad. Yeah. Everybody needs to demonstrate their iPad. Okay, so. Or they'll be iSad. Um, so we're we're talking this week about mysteries in the Bible, and I think it may be several weeks long because we There's have so many different a kinds. lot of. I mean, you could actually spend several years talking about kind of um, curious things in the Bible. Well, you know, uh, the reason that I even did this is our friend Anthony, uh, my friend Anthony on Facebook and Twitter and all that jazz, um, listens to our podcast and. He's really cool. He actually suggested this. He mm-hmm. he thought it'd be cool to talk a little bit more about this kind of thing. And and uh, I thought, you know what? It would because it's it's something that I think fascinates a lot of different people. Because I think sometimes we look at the Bible. Uh, you have people that won't even touch the Bible or read it because they're they're so turned off by people that claim to to love it and and read it and follow it. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's pretty sad because I don't think that you know that'd be just like blaming you know. Star Wars fans for not reading the Star Wars novels because you you thought they were goofy because they carried around lightsabers or whatever well, you know that's just not a it's not and, a, and I think that even if you grew up in church you might enjoy this pod these this series of podcasts because they never talked about it in church did they I bet we're going to cover scripture passages that you've never heard preached in Sunday school or or talked about or talked now my first experience with like different passages in the Bible being brought to light that I hadn't heard was actually in Sunday school because when I was in junior high, we read this book called The Late Great Planet Earth. I oh, by Hal Lindsey. By yeah. Hal Lindsey, and he talked about Bible prophecy and uh-huh. and that, you know, you, you had this description of like this scorpion in the air and it sounds a lot like today's um, helicopters and you know, army Sting, stuff. We're actually going to talk Sting about this passage. So anyway, so we're going to be talking about some of the things that I read about in junior high. And what was your first experience? You didn't grow up in church. I didn't grow had... up in church. We didn't really. Re- we had a, an old family Bible that sat on the counter in the mm-hmm. front room, but just for show because I don't remember ever reading it ever. Uh-huh. The only Bible that we had in the house that I remember was a paperback Bible called The Way. Mm-hmm. And it had a picture of like hippies and stuff on the front because that was the culture in the seventies. Yeah, and uh, and it said the way, and there was people in the pitch, the 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 words they were. I, I just remember, remember that. those, and it was a nice, cool olive green color. Yeah, that's yes, it. I yeah. It was called the way, and I don't remember what was the translation. Was it, it? was a living Bible. Oh, okay, it I was it actually a translation? It was a, a contemporary English paraphrase. Well, anyway, that's what we had on our front porch. We had a whole bunch of books that we never read. Like I'm okay, you're okay, and just all these. Anyway, in the in the shelf was the way, mm-hmm. and I had been watching a show on Channel Eleven. We we didn't have color TV when I grew up. I know that sounds really lame. You're sounding really old, but I remember. No, it wasn't because they didn't have color yeah. TVs. It was because we lived out. Mm-hmm. In the country, and we didn't have cable. We had the same thing. We had a little antenna Rabbit that ears. picked up like all, two channels we, that were yeah, fuzzy. Yeah, we got two channels that were completely yeah. fuzzy, and that you mm-hmm. barely could see people it moving was, around on let's them. Let's watch the snowstorm and say it's a parade, right? Mm-hmm. And we'd watch the wonderful world of Disney, kind of. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Us too. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Until I did I was like three or four, we finally got real TV. Well, I was probably 10 or 11 when my dad brought home a color TV uh-huh. and announced to us all that he was going to save the money up to get cable installed at our house because this guy out on our road had decided to bring cable out. He was going to get into that and then and then he would bill us all for the cable. Mm-hmm. So we did. We saved up our money and lo and behold, my our first color TV plugged into... Uh, the cable, and there we were. We had cable TV, and it was color. And Channel 11 Mm -hmm. was running a special movie called Chariot of the Gods. Mm. And it was a... It's an interesting movie. There's a book actually out, but the the movie... (coughs) You okay? Sorry. The movie was actually all about UFOs and had they visited our planet, and were they ancient? Now this this wasn't a Christian series, but no, I told you I didn't grow up a Christian or anything. Uh I was just interested. I liked Six Million Dollar Man, Buck Rogers in the Twenty Fifth Century, Battlestar Galactica. I remember watching with my grandfather, who's a very strong Christian. But I remember watching In Search of with him, which was kind of that. That same kind of thing, yeah. Well, anyway, I watched the show, and I was fascinated by it. And there was this one part in the show that said that could there – I can't remember how it was. I I haven't watched it in a long time, but it was something like, could could the Bible actually talk about unidentified flying objects? And then they quoted this passage out of Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. And uh, I sat there and went, no. You know, my aunt, I think I mentioned in a previous podcast, my aunt that lived to be 106 and knew the Bible frontwards and backwards, talked about that passage and saying, said, I think there were UFOs talked about in the Bible. That's interesting. Well, and I, the wheels uh, within the wheels with the eyes all over well, them. Well, we're going to talk yeah. about that. That's what we're talking about today. So just okay. relax. All right. Jeez, you asked me. I know. Okay, so, so what, did you what find I did. Out? Okay, so I was a little bit embarrassed about reading the Bible because I didn't think my family would think that was so cool. So I snuck the Bible off the front porch, the way, mm-hmm. and I put it next to my bed, my nightstand next to my water bed. We had water bed. Mm-hmm. I had a water bed on the second floor. That probably wasn't a good idea. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I would put on Pink Floyd or or uh, ELO <laughs> or Black Sabbath or something like that. <laughs> Acid music to go with your Bible reading. Some acid music. You don't know what acid music is. Anyway. You I'd... don't think Pink Floyd was a little trippy? Dude. <laughs> no. It wasn't well, maybe it's trippy, but it wasn't that trippy. <sighs> Not saying you were doing acid, but I think maybe the people who wrote it might have been doing something. Well, they could have been. Anyway. Uh, okay, can I finish my story without you interrupting me? <laughs> Maybe. Giving commentary <laughs> on my story. All right, so anyway, I um, I actually, this is the first time I ever opened the Bible was to look for the UFOs. Hmm. No kidding. Yeah. So I opened up and I went through and I found, <laughs> I, I looked up Ezekiel because I didn't know how to spell it. I still can't spell it right. And uh, sorry, Bible, sorry, Bible, Ezekiel, no, when Bible I see you. Bible words are hard words. I mean, they are hard to spell. Translations from Hebrew and Greek. And it doesn't always translate real well into no, English. No, when you speak like Greek and Hebrew, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're spitting or hawking a loogie. Okay, go on. <laughs> but anyway, so I opened up the passage to Ezekiel, and I, lo and behold, the first chapter, there uh-huh. it was. There it was. And as I read it, I was just like, dude, that's amazing. That's really cool. And then 
that very same night, I remember, I went into Revelation, and I read all these parts about this nuclear war, or what, what sounded like a nuclear war that occurred in the Valley of Megiddo, Megiddo, and Armageddon, and all this jazz, and and that's uh, where they get the the name Armageddon from. From Megiddo. Anyway, I let I read all about it and how these the the these people had to come along and and clean up the the waste from the war and burn the weapons and they had to wear special suits and this is all in the bible and then it described there was these like these beasts that had stingers that would fly off of them and it would and then talked about like a third of the earth you know there was all this just really well, and it, crazy and stuff and it's really weird cuz just recently on the news we saw people in in Japan wearing the special suits trying to rescue animals or people yeah. in the um zone the, yeah that was um, contaminated by the nuclear. But it, was, it was talking, plant. you know, as I read, it was talking about this great war that was going to ha- was going to happen. This is future tense, mm-hmm. and so, quite honestly, I think it disturbed me quite a bit. Not the not the UFO part in Ezekiel that didn't scare me. I thought that was fascinating. The part in Revelation did scare me though, and we'll read those different scriptures and we'll talk about what they mean and why they're there because I think a lot of times people well, they can take it out of context. But, uh, yeah, that was my first exposure, was reading those scriptures, because I saw part of it mm-hmm. in Chariots of the God, and then I'd heard from other people. We didn't have the internet back then, so you didn't mm-hmm. do research on the internet. You didn't find all these websites that talk all about it. You actually had to read books. Go to the, I went to the library, yeah, and the Hoquim Timberland Library, and I looked up all, I got this, the Chariot of the Gods book, and mm-hmm. I got all these, I found this whole shelf full of these books about ancient technology and I mean there's some fascinating stuff like when they would find in the in the pharaoh's um tombs after they'd ex- excavate them they would find like like drawings of electric light bulbs and they'd actually batteries, find batteries and, and different, different things like yeah. that and and like a glider that would fly through the air little airplanes that were made and stuff that existed a long long time ago Mm-hmm. That that uh, we didn't realize, and and that was fascinating. Where'd that come from? And that really kind of woke me up to maybe there's more to this whole thing than I know. And so that's how I started off on the mysteries of the Bible. Was was when I uh, when I I saw that there was some fascinating things. And then I remember going to coffee with a friend of mine, Kurt, the guy that did Curtis Klinger, uh-huh. that did the uh, the cool special for us on Easter, and uh, and we and we interviewed. He actually sat down with me one day and we talked about this whole concept of a thing called the world that was. Mm-hmm. And that is right in Genesis at the very beginning of the Bible. You'll see, well, the very, well, let's open it to the very beginning of Genesis. Okay. And, and I have it open to chapter six right now on my get, Kindle, but I can go back. Can you go to chapter one? Um, the way the Kindle works is page by page, so, but I can. I just have to click back. She's clicking back to on her Kindle in the Bible to Genesis chapter 1. This was the thing that, that was very fascinating to me as well. So today we're, we're probably going to cover the Ezekiel situation of the UFOs. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about the the future prophecy of the of Armageddon and the all the, the stuff in the Bible that predicts predicts stuff that's modern technology that couldn't have been seen that back there unless somebody had a vision or a prophecy and we'll cover the world that was right now as okay. as Amy reads this. Okay, this is Genesis oh, chapter 1. It went too far. So do you want just verses like 1 and 2 or Well, just go ahead and read it. I'll tell you when to stop. Okay. 
It's Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and void. Okay, stop right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here is what a bunch of theologians have debated for a long time. Mm-hmm. Every well, everywhere else we're going to see as we go through Genesis, God is going to create things, and he's going to create them perfect and good, and mm-hmm. he's going to call them good, mm-hmm. except for that verse. That says what? And the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. And if you read it in the actual <laughs> language that was written in. In Hebrew? You will see that it says the, the earth had become. They didn't write it that way in, when they translated it. But it, it basically said that the, the earth had become formless and void. So here is what theologians speculate. Mm-hmm. That at one time, since there isn't anything written about it, we don't have any yeah, history this is of it before man was created. Correct, so. correct. That perhaps there was a whole, there was an earth that was created perfect, mm-hmm. that had a completely different race of beings on it or people, that was, or and te- technology and civilizations and everything else. This this is theory now. Mm-hmm. That there could have been a whole other race of people, a whole other world. That got to a certain point and God wiped it out and started over because Reboot. re- he rebooted. <laughs> well, and, and, and so it became formless and void. God never, it doesn't say that after that, he never creates anything like that. It's always created perfect and good. So the theory is perhaps there was something between that time and they call that the world that was. Well, and I remember clear back in Sunday school having this conversation or debate about. There could have been dozens or hundreds of different creations. I mean, Absolutely. if God is infinite, right? You know, our our time as, as human beings is pretty short well, in, the, it, in the relativity of relativity, or in relation <laughs> to you. in relation to infinite time. Yeah, um, our few thousand years here is just a small little blip. So. God could have created multiple creations, multiple universes. We don't have any idea. And that's why when people say, well, is there life on other planets? There very well could be or could have been. Or there could have been different life on this planet. On this planet. And so so we talked about, Curtis and I talked a lot about... um, this technology that might have existed that that we wouldn't know, um, we wouldn't really know what type of things, if there wasn't any recorded history of it, mm-hmm. then we really wouldn't know how far the civilization had come. I mean, they could have been very futuristic, but as we know, a natural catastrophe or a, a phenomena, I mean, if a meteor hits the earth mm-hmm. and things get crushed and... It can they, set things back. A whole a, lot, a real lot, quick. Really quickly, and yeah. you And the technology that we've all come to live and, and love can disappear very quickly. Well, anyway, that theory was that, uh, the theory is that there was a different world before this one. Well, and even at the beginning of the creation of our world, we've talked about before that um, Adam and Eve were created without any faults. Right. Before they fell away from... From God, by um, because from they God, ate the fruit they were their, supposed to through their own decisions and their own disobedience. Disobedience, their brains were yeah. magnificent. And well, they say, how much do we use of our I brain? I think we only use like six to ten percent of our brain today. Yeah, 
at any given moment. We we don't use very much of our so brain. So what you know, and we, you and I believe that when Adam and Eve um, fell in sin, that their 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 mental capacity was was diminished, and they they mm-hmm. weren't everything that they were supposed to be, and they probably could have become everything if they would have followed after what God wanted. Yeah, but but, but, we, but we don't really know. We don't know. Um, all of the technology that happened before the flood. We don't. Because really our our written history is after the flood. And and when I talk about the great flood, it's not just the Bible that talks about it. You can go all throughout different cultures around the world. And there are a lot of different cultures that have a record of a great flood. Yeah. So it wasn't just a localized event that happened in the Middle East and mm-hmm. you know, but so there's there's documentation of that flood. There is. All over. Um so we have some really interesting scriptures about about that. And um well, I'm looking at our notes here. So you wanted to talk well, about... Well, I wasn't done yet. Oh, okay. So there's our first mystery of the Bible. Perhaps, maybe, biblically you can look at it, uh, perhaps there was another civilization before this civilization. Or, or, a world, another world that or was. Or many. We don't or know. Or many. We don't, we don't really know. So... so all the hardliners out there that would say, well, we're the only thing that God ever made, blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? You got to open your mind a little bit and wonder, God is a lot bigger than we give him credit for. Well, and even if you are a fundamentalist, and I grew up in a fundamental What does that mean? Because I don't understand. It means that they have a pretty strict literal interpretation of the Bible. Okay, they believe that the Bible is is, uh, Um, perfect and and that there's no mistakes. But even if you take that view, um, there are many extraterrestrials, if I say that right. Uh Uh-huh, extraterrestrials. um, Talked about in the Bible. There are. Just just read literally. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you want me to bring up some of those scriptures. Well, why don't we do that? Well, let's take a break real quick. Okay. Since we already talked about one of the mysteries, the world that was. Mm-hmm. And let's come back and let's talk about aliens, UFOs, and extraterrestrials in the Bible. Perhaps even giants. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that okay. when we come back on Take Him With You. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus, a Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Ah, uh, yes, Treks in Sci-Fi. It's a cool show. I listen to it every week. Indeed. Indeed. So we're talking about mysteries. Of the Bible. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, 
we just talked about the world that was. Now we're going mm-hmm. to talk about a really interesting subject about UFOs. Mm-hmm. Unidentified flying objects in the Bible. Oh, are you going to play that song that Catherine likes from the 1970s? <laughs> the unidentified flying object. I played that on a podcast oh, a while okay. back. I like that song. It's very cool. So but let's talk about UFOs for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that, this was one of the things that when I was looking through the Bible as a non-believer mm-hmm. and as uh, just kind of just kind of being me and I'm going through the Bible, the way Bible that I had, the living Bible that mm-hmm. I had, I, I turned to Ezekiel chapter 1. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, very interesting passage of Scripture there. And I want to read it, and then let's talk a little bit about maybe, maybe it was alien or a UFO or something. Or something, yeah. So in Ezekiel chapter 1, this is in the Old Testament of the Bible, mm-hmm. um, says, When I was 30 years of age, I was living with the exiles on the Kibar River on the fifth day of the fourth month, so April 4th. Or whatever, there's months where I don't know. The sky opened up, and I saw visions of God. Now, before we read the rest of it, this is an interesting thing, because here's why. Here, here's an interesting thing about the Bible. People get all the, the freaked out about the Bible, and they, they say, well, it's this ancient book, it's not relevant for today, and all this different stuff, when in fact, the Bible is really full of all sorts of really interesting things. And if you look at it, even from just a historical point of view, it's bound to have some interesting mysteries in it because of its it's because of its age. Mm-hmm. And and archaeologists have throughout the centuries found the different places and documentation of the people and places that the Bible talked about. That's right, and that's that is interesting. You know, we we don't talk a lot about other religions on this show, mm-hmm. um, and mostly because I don't want to get into a big controversy over it, not controversy over it. But obviously, we believe in Jesus, and we are believers. We're Christians per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were going to ask what our theology was, that that would be the case. But there are other religions that claim to have all this historical significance, but not one of those cities, not one of those kings, not one of those people mentioned in these other supposed history books actually existed. They haven't found any proof archaeologist, how do you say that? Archaeological? Archaeologically. Right. (laughs) And and there are some things in the Bible they still haven't found some of the, the references to. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but as time goes on, lot. they have been finding a lot of different things. Yeah. Well, anyway, just because of its sheer age, the Bible is going to have some things in it that, and and the, the several different, not just several, but many different authors that mm-hmm. wrote it. You're going to have all sorts of different accounts of different things, and you're going you're bound and determined to find some very interesting things that happened. Mind you, they didn't have the news association then; they didn't have CNN. Mm-hmm. So you're going to find some things as you read through the Bible that are, that are mysterious and and even some accounts of historical things that are are baffling. Like one of the shows coming up, we're going to talk about the day that the Earth actually stood still, not mm-hmm. just the movie "The Day the Earth Stood Still," but the day that the Earth really did stand still. That's not that's not possible in a physics sort of way, but we will find a passage in Scripture where God actually froze time. 
There's actual time stuff that happens. Mm -hmm. And really, if you think about it, there's time travel that happens in the Bible as well, because as we talk about the the interesting things that we're going to talk about in Revelation, um, the vision that this guy had and, and what he saw, he was transported in time to the future to see it. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, that's kind of, you know, weird. But, you that's know, a mystery. Whether he physically went and saw it or he It doesn't really just, matter. He time-traveled to see it, didn't he? Or he saw some kind of projection of it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway, I just want to throw that out there. And if you were an ancient person, if you were an old... Back in those days when mm-hmm. the Bible was written and different things were going on... How would you perceive modern-looking things? Mm-hmm. In other words, if you, I mean, today, it, or let's put you back 6,000 years, mm-hmm. and you're walking through this, the desert, or you're walking through this area, and a car pulls up. Well, you, first off, you've never seen a car. You've never seen metal like that, because they didn't make metal like that then. You've never seen, um, you don't know what gasoline is. You, I mean, there the, the well, gla- glass wasn't made that way. Uh, you, what would you what would you perceive when you saw this car pull up? You would be blown away. It would look magic. It would look different. It would look. Now, transport yourself to the situation where we're going to have Ezekiel um, see this this thing floating in the air and how he describes it. And I want you to think of what would it be like if you saw some type of a spaceship or a or a flying machine come down out of the sky when you didn't have those around and you never heard of them before and they didn't exist. Mm-hmm. What what would it be like if you perceived that or how would you describe it? So I think that's an interesting way to, to show a little bit of context in how we're going to read this because I think sometimes we we still go back and we think well it it was this uh you know it was literally this animal or it was this thing that you know and I think we really need to think about it. If you were an ancient person how would you perceive modern technology? Mm-hmm. You would think that I remember the, an episode of Star Trek where they were they were observing this culture that was pre-industrial, and uh, uh, and somehow they got I I, well, I know the whole story, but I'm not going to take time to share it with everybody. But the 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 writers made the uh, the future come alive to these folks that didn't know that there was spaceships and different things like that. Mm-hmm. And and it changed their culture dramatically because at first they thought that the people were gods. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. And and they wanted to um you know, they wanted to worship them and they wanted them to, you know, because they had all this great technology, they could heal people and they could, you know, people I mean, if people were alive today um and they saw what we do technology wise they would be it would be a really different kind of thing i mean mm-hmm. even medical things nowadays most I mean, I mean i'd be dead i wouldn't even be alive well and, and i had my appendix know, burst have, when i was what 12 years old we have jarvis um mechanical hearts we have yeah i mean skin, things that you that know, skin grafts and um well airplanes plastic and surgery and helicopters and and most of the stuff we have nowadays Hover is just crafts, so different. Yeah. All different kinds of things. So, okay. So now let's get back into the scripture. Okay. We're in mm-hmm. Ezekiel chapter one. And uh, he says what day it was and everything. And he says, I looked. I saw an immense dust storm come from the north, an immense cloud with lightning flashing from it. A huge ball of fire glowing like bronze. Within the fire were what looked like four creatures vibrant with life. 
Each had the form of a human being, but each also had four faces burnished uh, or and four wings. Their legs were as sturdy and straight as columns, but their feet were hoofed like those of a calf and sparkled from the fire like burnished bronze. All four sides under their wings, um, they had human hands. All four had both faces and wings, with the wings touching one another. They turned neither one way or the, nor the other. They went straight forward. Okay, now so let's just stop for a moment and look at that. If you were just to read that as a as a fantasy type of thing, it would be some wild-looking thing. But just suppose for a moment that this was a spacecraft or a flying craft. And just for a moment, what would happen if, uh, even as a helicopter comes down, what happens when a helicopter comes down in a dusty place? Well, it stirs up dust. Stirs up dust in this cloud and everything. Well, if you, you found a spaceship that was coming down with thrusters and everything, what would happen? Dust would be clouds and smoke would come out, and the and the burning like fire would happen from in, inside. You'd see the these you know the the uh, even the things that it stood on or or the pads that it that it landed on would look like hooves, and there would be straight you know straight things, and it would move. We're not used to well, they weren't used to things mm-hmm. hovering and moving at the same time. Uh-huh. Even though we have technology now that would do that, they didn't then, and so it was a really strange thing to see something move yet do- not glide mm-hmm. like a bird. Okay, so and so and then all these different things, and what you know, what would it be if we, you know, I don't understand the whole animal face thing and how they had four faces, or and I don't understand how they knew how he knew that there was life inside of it or anything, but the, but but again, describing something that that he wouldn't have known what it was. Mm-hmm. And we might not even know what it was. It may have been, you know, something just amazing. Well, I think if you read down further, this is the scripture that my aunt, my great aunt told me about with the wheels within the wheels. That's coming up. Yeah. So, so and then it says their faces looked like this. In front, a human face. On the right side, the face of a lion. On the left, the face of an ox. And in the back, face of an eagle. So much for face so, so much for the faces. The wings were spread out with the tips of one pair touching the creature on either side, and other pairs of wings covered its body. Each creature went straight ahead. Wherever the spirit went, they went. They didn't turn as they went. Now that again is a really interesting look at how somebody would describe maybe a craft or or something that was a flying machine that they didn't under, quite understand. Mm-hmm. And not and, and I'm not saying that this isn't uh you know, I mean, this this is something that um, I don't know. I I don't know. There's a lot of different speculation on why this was shown to Ezekiel. Well, and in Revelation, it talks about four-headed creatures too. Yeah. So, um, but well, we're not sure of the significance of that. But there's lots of different mm-hmm. ideas. Okay, so then it says the four creatures look like blazing fire or like fiery torches. So obviously they're glowing, and there's a there's bright. a a bright light coming from them. Tongues of fire shot back and forth between the creatures, and out of the fire, bolts of lightning. The creatures flashed back and forth like strikes of lightning. And again, with modern technology, you can see electricity and how it works and all this different kinetic energy and all, you know, all these different things going on. You know, it's something that we can, we can see now, but how would we have described it back then? Like Interesting. Arcs of electricity. Yeah, yeah. So as I watched the four creatures, I saw something that looked like a wheel on the ground beside each of the four-faced creatures. This is what the wheels looked like. 
They were identical wheels, sparkling like diamonds in the sun. It looked like they were wheels within wheels, like a gyroscope. Now, that's interesting. Yeah. Now, of course, this is what we're reading is a paraphrase. So it's the message you're reading Bible. reading a message, and I, I'm reading out of the Living Bible. So what does it say in the Living Bible at that point? Okay. <clears throat> Which exact verse? Because I'm trying to find I think it's 13 through 14. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, 15 and 16. Okay, 15 says, As I stared at all of this, I saw four wheels on the ground beneath them, one wheel belonging to each. The wheels looked as if they were made of polished amber, and each wheel was constructed with a second wheel crosswise inside. They could go in any of the four directions without having to face around. The four wheels had rims and spokes, and the rims were filled with eyes around their edges. And then again it says that when the four living beings flew forward, the wheels moved forward with them. When they flew upwards, the wheels went up too. And when the living beings stopped, the wheels stopped. For the spirit of the four living beings was in the wheels. So whenever their spirit went, the wheels and the living beings went there too. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes on to say, Over the heads of the living creatures was something like a dome, shimmering like a sky full of cut glass, vaulted over their heads. Now, boy, what does that remind you of? I'm not sure. You don't think like a like in a spacesuit you could have the dome that came over their heads or the or in a, a a force field or some type of glass that covered the Well now the this one that I'm reading it says the sky spreading out above them looked like it were made of crystal it mm-hmm. was um inexpressibly beautiful Well so and this again, is kind of describing a, a a dome of crystal Right but how how many times have you seen um, uh, UFOs depicted with that glass dome over the top of the ship? Yeah, yeah I'm not sure. I mean, the, I mean, this again is someone describing. In my, I, I kind of weird. I don't want to be accused of being um, like a, I don't know, a weird freak or something. But it almost sounds like. Perhaps Ezekiel was in like a different dimension, like he might have been seeing like a heavenly dimension, and so he's I don't know. To I don't describe. know. You, I mean, we keep going here and look at this. It says, yeah. "When they moved, I heard their wings. It was like the roar of a great waterfall, like mm-hmm. the voice of the strong god, like noise of a battlefield. When they stopped, they folded their wings. Come on, now, when you see mm-hmm. a, a, a ship." land or or something like that what does it sound like i mean have you ever seen the space shuttle launch and what it sounds mm-hmm. like have you ever well, been and, around and when a, today, a jet lands or even a, today some of the airplanes have movable yeah, wings they sure do and that, you know like i'm thinking about the star wars ones yeah well they aren't real dear. those aren't real but they had um their but but how would you describe things these things i mean, i'm just saying the possibility here yeah and then as they stood with folded wings there was a voice from above the dome over their heads. Mm-hmm. Above the dome, there was something that looked like a throne, sky blue like a sapphire, with a human-like figure towering above the throne. From what I could see, from the waist up, he looked like burnished bronze, and from the waist down, like a blazing fire. Mm-hmm. That, again, is just a really interesting look of things. Brightness everywhere. 
the way a rainbow springs out of the sky on a rainy day and was uh, and that's what it was like it turned out to be the glory of god and when i saw all this i fell to my knees my face to the ground and then i heard a voice and it goes on you can read and uh, you can go on to, to read if you want in ezekiel and see what what god talked to him about and all the things that happened but i think it's really an interesting passage of scripture yeah when it comes to mysteries of the Bible, were UFOs in the Bible? Well, I'd say that's an unidentified flying object yeah, right there. That, he finally know, identified that God in the, was in, in the involved. literal meaning of an identified flying object. Those were flying, and they were objects of some kind. And well, and I, I think it's interesting too is that that if you if we start talking about this, people ultimately get all upset. Some people get upset, yeah. and they say, "Well, you're cheapening God. You're making God into a spaceman or whatever." And I, I don't think so, because number one. I think we don't perceive God as huge and as awesome as he really is. Mm -hmm. And we don't understand the things and the vehicles and the, and the ways that, I mean, there's a whole passages of scripture about the the chariots from the sky, Mm -hmm. you know, taking people up and all this stuff. And they sound awful lot. Like fiery chariots. Fiery, with fire coming out the bottom of them. And how, why would we limit God and say, well, he couldn't use, a space vehicle or a or a flying machine. Why would we say he couldn't? Mm-hmm. Why do we have to say, well, no, that stuff wasn't in there? I think we can. I think we can still completely believe in the sovereignty and the awesomeness of God, and also believe that there were things that we didn't understand as ancient men and women. They didn't understand the technology they were seeing in front of them. Well, and if as a Christian, I believe that God created the world and He created the physics that that this world goes by um he created those laws yeah and who says that he couldn't create all different all kinds of different things that we haven't ever seen or dreamt of before um he could (laughs) he he very well could have um, and and again we don't know everything i mean we're only we we're just human beings that that have lived for a short amount of time uh, and and we know some history but we don't know all the history we don't know we really don't know what it was like way back it'd be awesome to have a time machine and be able to dial back and go and look like i was the other day we were at the courthouse and i was taking pictures of this couple that was going to the prom and and i saw this this picture depicting the indians at cosmopolis cosmopolis is a city right next to ours mm-hmm. um here small in town. a small little town and 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 it depicted um, a bunch of Indians doing a treaty with the governor at that time. And um, and I was looking at it going, wow. Because I was thinking, I never thought about that. I never thought about what it must have looked like or wouldn't it be awesome to go back and verify what that picture really looked like? Because mm-hmm. I, I was thinking, no way. If they're signing this in, what was it, February or something, and there were some Indians that were dressed with a lot of, of leather and different things and they were all fully clothed. But then there was a bunch of Indians that weren't wearing anything at all, hardly. And I thought they would have been freezing to death in, in our town at in in February, you know? And and then I thought to, then I got to me thinking of, well obviously this isn't a snapshot, this is a depiction mm-hmm. of what was described in a book, a history book. And then I got to thinking, wouldn't it be awesome? If we had a device where we could, and you know, we couldn't change time or anything like that because without getting a bunch of problems. <laughs> you but learned that it, from Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't it be awesome to be in a little like warp bubble or a static static bubble and dial back and just show up and see what it was like? Like an observer. What it, what it looked like or, or what? Like an observer on Fringe. 
Exactly. You're not supposed to interfere, but just observe. But wouldn't that be cool to be able to do that? I think that would be so awesome because then we could go back and look at all these things. And I think that's one of the things I'm looking forward to in heaven. I really think, you know, as as a believer, um, the Bible says that if we if we ask Jesus into our hearts, that when we die, we're we're going to be present with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that we'll be able to do is is because there's no time in heaven. Mm-hmm. You'll time be we'd be eternity. able to we could actually look through time and see the different things that's gonna be cool because i mean all we have is hollywood and and d- depictions of what people have written but what would it be like to actually go back and look at it and see it mm-hmm. i think it'd be really cool yeah and speaking of that since we're talking about ufos and stuff, we're never going to get to our next subject before we get done because we're almost done with time so let's talk about aliens in the bible now, we talked about a UFO that we've seen. There's other areas in the Bible that talk about um, chariots of fire and different things like that. And you could you can always look that up on the Internet if you want and just write down. You know, I mean, don't trust everything you get on the Internet, obviously, but mm-hmm. at least throw you towards the scriptures you can read. Well, Liz, um, the chariots, it's about Elijah when he goes uh-huh. up into heaven yeah. and God takes him up in this chariot of fire. So if you, if you go to Bible.com or Gateway, Bible Gateway, Dot com. com and you look up Elijah. Um, you can, can find read it. about that. So let's talk for a moment about aliens in the Bible, and and we're talking about extraterrestrial beings. And I have that right here, and it's in the first book. Well, um, the first book of the Bible, in the book of Genesis. Yeah. And um, a little history. We have the creation of the world, and then it talks about Adam and his family and the descendants of Adam. And then chapter 6 starts out, and it says, Now it came about when the men began to multiply on the face of the land, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and took wives for themselves, whomever they chose. Then the Lord said... My spirit shall not strive with man forever, because he is also flesh. Nonetheless, his days shall be 120 years. And now, I'm reading you this. If you go back to the book, the um, chapter before, it talks about like people like Methuselah that lived mm-hmm. over 900 years. Well, okay, and, and, there's, and so, a, there's an interesting theory on that whole thing, too, about um, age... And how our ages now are limited to 120. There's theories that that the way the Earth was before um, before the flood and everything mm-hmm. is that that it was done, it was different. The the layer the ozone layer was different, and it it, yeah. it actually made so that we didn't have didn't the ultraviolet rays hitting yeah. us the same way. And and there's also a so people lived a lot a longer. Theory that perhaps there's more oxygen. Uh-huh. In the in the, in in the, the atmosphere. atmosphere, so we didn't we, we didn't we healed quicker. Yeah, we, we, yeah, it's like when people need healing today. Matter of fact, your mother, after she had some medical treatments, they put her in a barometric chamber mm-hmm. to help heal her bones right. because the the um, richer oxygen level right. is healing right. to our bones. So anyway, um, so so, so he's, okay. So it, point, it says the sons of God. What is that translated as? Well, do you know? You know. I'm just reading as it is read, read here, and this it goes on to say the Nephilim, and I don't know if that's saying that those are the sons of God. I think it is. So I think it is. So the Nephilim were on the earth, that's verse 4, 
in those days and also afterward, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. Okay, so we have a situation here where <coughs> supernatural beings. And some people think they may be like angels. I mean, they're definitely not from this world. They're like, they were well, called I mean, sons it, of Well, I mean, technically an God. angel would be an extraterrestrial. Yeah. Not of this earth. Mm-hmm. And not all angels are good. No, well, the Bible, They're, another part of the Bible talks about Satan when he, mm-hmm. that he was an archangel. Yeah. And he was like really beautiful and got kind of full of himself and thought he could be as good as God. And then he took one third of A the, rebellion happened in heaven. Yeah. And he took one third of the angels with him, with right. them. So we call those fallen angels well, and or I, demons. As I was doing research for this, I mean, I've, I've researched this for years and years and years, but one of the theories out there. Is and and you'll hear this from from pretty strong believers will say that uh, one of the theories that all extraterrestrials are demonic and and they are they are actual they're they mean people they totally admit yes there are UFOs but they believe in their hearts and by the research they've done that they are well, either beings angelic, from the spirit world. Either angelic or demonic. Right. Well, and demons were fallen angels, so I guess so, they'd all yes. be angelic, but some exactly. angels are on God's But that's side a theory that's out there, that yeah. that all like alien things and stuff like that are actually spiritually like uh, demonic or, or angelic. Okay, there's more to this, though. It says, they bore children to them. Those were no, were the mighty men... Who were of old men of renown? Another translation I read said they were the ancient heroes. And interesting that we don't have writings about them, but you have an idea, <laughs> you have a theory, and I think this is a well, really interesting, especially since you just went and saw Thor. Yeah, I just went and saw Thor, and they had kind of a similar mythos that that uh, mythology or whatever I don't know the word for it, but where. Um, Odin, which would be kind of like a godlike figure, the king of heaven kind mm-hmm. of thing, and he he threw his son Thor to the earth, and kind of as a test to him, and he took away his powers. Right. Well, um, through Greek mythology, Roman mythology, all of them had some kind of um. A king god and it had under gods and and like supernatural superhuman kind of creatures that sometimes came down and interacted with people there's a lot of um mythology or stories revolving um kind of gods having children with humans mm-hmm. and making demigods so so do you think that perhaps that is where the origin of that well, came from it, it just kind kind of made me wonder because of um, it talked about right here in the Bible. I'm not using any other thing, just the Bible, where it says that they were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. And this is actually a Bible translation, right. New American Standard Translation. Um, and it talks again, where's my notes, in Numbers, um, Numbers chapter 13 i had moved away from there to look in ezekiel um numbers chapter 13 verse 33 what does it say have to turn one page 
it says that when the the um now this is a different translation that I looked up online. Maybe I don't know if you can get to Bible Gateway, but um in New American Standard online it says it differently than this out of my living Bible. But it says that when the the Hebrew um spies went in to spy out Jericho, it said, and we saw some of the the Anakin there, descendants of the ancient race of giants. And in the New American Standard and different versions, it talked about the Nephilim, just like I read in Genesis. Oh, okay. So that was the race that they saw. Mm-hmm. So they and were like said, giants. They were larger. We felt, yeah, it says we felt like grasshoppers before them. Um, they were so tall. And okay, I, so I believe that that when it talked in about King David, when he was a shepherd boy and he mm-hmm. came against... Um, Goliath, that he was also a descendant. Well, that would make sense. Of the giants, which were um, that the Nephilim. So that's very interesting. So obviously, their physical characteristics were a lot different, or at least significantly different than a normal human being at the time. Mm-hmm. And the the sons of Anak were supposedly descendants of the Nephilim, which were the quote-unquote sons of God that talks about in Genesis. Interesting. That were, they weren't human. It says they they interbred with the human. Human population. Human daughters. Yeah. The daughters of, um, you know, Adam's man, descendant, right. man. Interesting. So there we go. We have and a this little. This is just the Bible. This, this is the is Bible. So we, so we just got to see a little bit of extraterrestrials in the Bible. Yeah. It's and, there. And we don't. You know, we can't say, okay, these are definitely angels or these are definitely aliens from a different planet, planet or a different, maybe the same planet. Hey, I know some people, I know some or... people that believe that heaven is a planet. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. There's I, a, there's all sorts of different theories. I and don't stuff necessarily but, buy into that. But, no, I didn't say I did um, either. I'm just saying. But, but there's so much that we don't understand um, and we can't pretend we do. Right, because there's just like a few verses here or there and that talk about the Nephilim. This is and what makes it mysteries, mysteries of, of the, the Bible. Bible. <laughs> See, I'm telling you right there. Okay, so we're done with time already. I know yeah. it went by and, really fast. And if you read from Gen, we we took verses from Genesis clear to Revelation today, and. If you read the whole Bible, you're going to come across a lot of things. A lot of really cool mysteries, and we're going to share more. In fact, next week's subject, since since we didn't get up to all of them, Mm -hmm. let's talk about, is there a nuclear holocaust in the Bible? Hmm. And if so, uh, are there military machines, and are there... What is this whole prophecy about end times and and the stuff that, that, that this guy predicted? That he saw. What is this stuff that he saw? Let's mm-hmm. read all about it and get your uh, get your radiation suits on, <laughs> and we're going to talk about that next time on Take Him with You in the in the series Mysteries of, of the, the Bible. Bible. <laughs> okay, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Uh, why don't we say a prayer for everybody and then <laughs> they're gonna then we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna need it. <laughs> all right. Father, thank you for all that you do in our lives and how you care about us and you love us. And God, we just want to thank you that you're so huge and you're so much bigger than we can even understand. And that is so cool. 
thank you for loving us and caring about us and and, uh, even being concerned about our lives. That's just really awesome. Help us, God, to explore the mysteries in your Bible and and, uh, help us to understand how your Bible is relevant to us on, on this day, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And that's the cool part about this whole subject is we may be talking about mysteries of the Bible. But isn't it cool that we're talking about cool stuff that we found in the Bible? Yeah. That's cool. And there's lots of cool and there's stuff. Lots, it's not just futuristic and, and UFO stuff, but there's all sorts of other things, too, yeah. that are just really cool and relevant. Yeah. And the Bible has lots of practical advice about just how to get along with people, how to get along with God. It's so true. Um, so a lot of it's really practical, and then some of it is like makes you scratch your head and go, hmm, I wonder what that's talking about. So it's all kind of fun. Okay, so there you go. Um, we hope, Anthony, that this uh, sparked you to enjoy our topic that you inspired. So uh, we're going to go out by playing uh, Unidentified Flying Object. We might as well. <laughs> should we play the Larry Norman version or should we play the Jeff Moore version? I like the Jeff Moore version. Whichever one you want, dear. Okay, here it is. I will, uh, by the way, um, Take Him With You is a production of Moyer Multimedia LLC. Thank you. Copyright 2011. All rights reserved. That's correct. Thank you, dear. I can't believe I helped you with that. Here's the song. Enjoy. And there's a couple promos afterwards, so stick around. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. By the way, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can uh, write to us, rick at takehimwithyou.com. Or amy at takehimwithyou.com. You can visit our website at... More multimedia. No, LLC. no, 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 oh, well, no, we have no, that no, one too. No, or take him with you. We have moyermultimedia.com, yeah. but let's not. And we also have takehimwithyou.com. That's the website That's I was looking one. for, dear. Yes. And you can also email us at rick at takehimwithyou.com or amy at takehimwithyou.com. I, I just already said that. Already said that? Yeah. In the Facebook, you can get a hold of us. Um, on the Facebook. At the Facebook. At the Facebook. No, um, you can get a hold of us on Facebook. Mm-hmm, at your Facebook.com. Rick.Moyer or Amy.Moyer. Correct. Yeah, so Boy. lots of it. And we have to renew our like websites or just different things. Yeah, actually, so yeah, some domains want, and different and If anyone wants to, if they like this program and want to contribute to helping keep it going, you're welcome to um, either donate on our website or send us a check in the mail. Yeah, you can do that too. Is on the website too. Yeah, just go to takeinwithyou.com and join us next week for another exciting episode of Mysteries, Mysteries of, of the, the Bible. Bible. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of Marley and Marley. We're Marley and Marley.
seeks an unidentified flying object You will drop your hands and stare You will be afraid to tell your neighbors They might think that it's not true But when you open up the morning papers You will know they've seen it too He will come back like he promised With the price already paid Sweep down from the sky He's an unidentified flying object Some will sleep but will not die He's an unidentified flying object Coming back to take you home He's an unidentified flying object He will roll away your stone And if there's life on other planets So you were doing what yesterday? I was playing Oblivion for 12 hours straight. That is the most awesome thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm still working on it. <laughs> I'm the obsessive compulsive type that likes to explore every cave, every mm-hmm. nook and cranny of every mountain, every city, That's why they every put it back there. alley. Yes, I you know. You know what I like? What? Civilization and a bottle of wine. <laughs> Whole day. That, that to me would be heaven. Because as I've said before, I can't play Civilization every day, but I could play it for a whole day. If you had a bottle of wine. If I had a bottle of wine. <laughs> Otherwise, would just you play keep, it? <laughs> not like to get drunk, but just to play, have a nice little, you know. It's like a good book. Just like, Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it is <laughs> for me. You know? And always think that I might play aggressively and then I never do. <laughs> because like, the wine mellows you out. Because <laughs> the wine mellows me out. It's the most, it's awesome. It's just a really great way to spend a day. (laughs) I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast, we would love to have you listen to ours, the Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com.
Attention, attention, it's finally here, the first and only podcast dedicated to one of the most groundbreaking television series in history, MASH. Join the hosts of MASH 4077 Podcast, Kenny, Meds, and Al, as they discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. Find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 Podcast or online at www.mash4077.podbean.com. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. It's here, the follow-up release to my Stargazer music project, M.W. Orbit. The short story and musical journey of an artificially intelligent probe launched by NASA to explore the Milky Way galaxy. Greetings. I am M.W. Orbit from the planet Earth. Is there anyone there? mw-orbit.com to listen to samples, download your free bonus song, and purchase your digital instant download from CD Baby. Discovery from the perspective of a small robot probe named MW Orbit. The short story and musical journey. Get your copy today at mw-orbit.com. MW, online. The way to programming. <laughs> 